Hi, everybody. Welcome back to All Caught Up. You may notice we're wearing the same clothes. This is not because we recorded all of these intros on the same day. No, definitely not. I just wear the same clothes. No shame. No. You're kind of like Steve Jobs. I honestly wish I had that sort of energy, like where, okay, so decision fatigue, like, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's essentially your mind can only handle X amount of decisions a day. And so a lot of experts or whatever will simplify stuff from like food to clothing to commute to whatever, just to lower the things they have to make decisions on. That makes sense. Cause sometimes when I'm overwhelmed, I'm like, well, I guess I'm wearing the same thing I wore yesterday. Absolutely. Well, and it explains why, like, we always joke about like depression foods or like stuff mm-hmm. that is good to make when you're not feeling like you can cook or like you can't make the decision of what to eat. I think it's a perfect example of like that. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I definitely had decision fatigue for a long time. Anyway, this week on our show, our special guest is Shantina Lowe of the Lowe Sisters. Um, went to college with Sean, Hannah, and I at Western Illinois University and now is out here in L.A. doing big things. So I'm excited to catch up with her and uh, hear what's been going on. Yes, we are spoiled for her to come on our podcast because she is going to be famous and we are just going to be the podcast she was on that one time. And I can't wait to be that podcast. I think I'm going to ask her to teach me to riff on air. Ooh, that would be fun. I'm going to ask her if we ever got drunk in college together and I made a fool of myself. It's basically the same thing. All in the, all in the same. Enjoy the episode. Speaking of, let's just dive right into my favorite question on this list. Uh, Shantina, do you remember meeting Hannah at any parties in college? Um, Please say no. Of, <laughs> lucky for you, Hannah, I was very drunk at. Thank you. A lot of those parties. So, we no, are. unfortunately, mm-hmm. I was out of there. <laughs> no, perfect. That's perfect. Because I was like, if I met her at a party at Tom's, there's no chance I remember. There's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, if it was at the cabin, can't even tell you. I cannot even tell you what was happening. I love that. Me too. I miss it so bad. <laughs> I joke about this, but I'm also dead serious. If we, like, if the grid goes off, you know what I mean? If we are without power, if the world is ending... Uh-huh. All roads lead to Macomb. I tell all my <laughs> friends that. I was like, we're meeting in Macomb. I don't care where you are. All roads lead to Macomb. Go to Macomb, bring your families, and we're starting a life there. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I hope Chicks is um, end of the world proof. Yeah. <laughs> She's got to be. Honestly, like, I can't imagine. Ooh, you better watch that voice, girl. <laughs> I can't imagine. There she is. When you're on that campus. So I was there for a couple weeks in April. And it feels like the world stops. And that I was like, is the rest of the world like 
was there news happening? Is anything going on? Because I was so consumed with just Western Illinois University for two weeks. And I don't know. (laughs) It was kind of fun to be back. I was like, "Hmm." what did you go back for? Um, I set a piece for UDT, which is now UDC. Oh. um, I set a dance piece for them, and then I just, like, taught some dance classes because Lisa was gone on another contract, so I, like, went and subbed for her, basically. Oh, that is really cool. Yeah, so it was really fun. Um, Got to see some people, but I was also working my other job, too. So very busy. (laughs) And it was, like, the two weeks right before we moved here. Oh. Yeah, so I wasn't home to pack. It was a bit of a mess. (laughs) It was a fun time. It was a fun time. Since you went to Western with all of us, what's your favorite memory from Western? Anything legal that you can share? Anything legal? (laughs) I have so many. It's probably, though, um, just going to... It's it's probably going to be a show. It actually... Maddie starred as the lead in a, a show that went on to become one of my favorite musicals ever. And I still listen to the soundtrack to this day, like probably once a week. And that's merely <laughs> we roll along. And um, that was the first um, live theater show that I was a part of that I was not like on stage for because like, I did the soundboard for that. And um, it just, I feel like that's where my love for theater really like grew because I got a chance to see things from a different perspective than when I normally see it, you know? And um, yeah, that's literally one of my favorite memories because that really said, first of all, I believe that was my first musical that I saw here, I mean here, there (laughs) at Western. Um, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was just so good. The music was so good. The dancing was so good. The singing, the acting, I I loved it. I loved all of it. And I was like, wow, like people do this for real. (laughs) Like I was doing, I was doing theater in high school and stuff like that. And then we took it seriously, you know, but, um, I guess I didn't realize how, like that you could really do it after high school and not for like an extracurricular activity, but like for a living and that's like one of the moments where my eyes is open to that so I was really really excited about that and I I hold on to that moment I love that musical down for real oh I love that thank you that was such a good memory I love that you can actually speak on a podcast appropriately this is this is gonna be tough for me this is you're a really good guest already this is gonna be tough Thank you. I listen to a lot of podcasts, though. Oh, no. I told Hannah that. I was like, you just need to listen to some yeah. podcasts and you'll feel fine. But she's doing great. Don't <laughs> let her fool you. No, it's so I bad. am thinking very hard about it. So, you know, what did they call it? What is it called? Um, something syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so for people who don't know you, you grew up in Chicago, correct? Oh, cool. Yeah. What part of Chicago? We like to talk. We like to discuss what is Chicago. You know what I mean? You know, Chicago. 
Well, I just say Chicago because like nobody would know where I was from. Do you guys curse on this podcast? I Hell yeah, we do. Yeah, Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're you fine. Um, but I've just moved around like the suburbs a lot, the south suburbs of Chicago. Um, and instead of telling people that I'm like all the way from bumfuck Illinois, I just tell them that I'm from Chicago at South Side. Mm-hmm. But it's it's been a lot of different cities like kind of outside of that. Yeah. But that's kind of what it's it's the same for like a lot of people on each side, west, south, north. Yeah, they all like people just kind of migrating because a lot of the work and stuff is in Chicago. Yeah, that makes sense. It's interesting because I guess I don't. Well, I have a decent amount of friends that are from like the actual Chicago land area and not the suburbs, but. I've never thought about how you can just be like, oh, north side, south side, east side, west side, whatever of the city. Right. Yeah. For it. <laughs> like, I don't know. That, yeah. To me, that makes more sense if I was like from one of the suburbs. I would be like, oh, south side of Chicago. Opposed yeah. to just being like Chicago. I don't know. Because I'm, I'm literally like, I was, well, I, the longest place that I lived, it was like 15 minutes outside of Chicago. So I'm like, I might as well say Chicago, but. An ex friend of mine used to really be like, no, like, if you're from Chicago, like, if only if you lived in Chicago, it's like, you gotta say you're from Chicago. And I'm like, okay, but I'm not gonna tell these people like I'm from Calumet City because they're gonna be like, what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. And I get it, especially when you're traveling like outside of the Midwest, because if I say I'm from Indiana, people will literally be like, I didn't know people lived there. Like out here, I literally had someone say that to me at a party really? over the weekend. Yes, I was like, it's just like, wow, it's... yes, <laughs> what do you mean? You thought they and I just know they were like, no, people made something a state, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just a place. And I guess, I guess when you think about it, like Indianapolis is the only city people probably somewhat know of, so I'm sure people are just like, oh, I didn't think people really came from anywhere besides there, maybe. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's okay. I, I feel like I'm the same way about like Wyoming or <laughs> like yeah. you know just I, I, Montana. Like who's in Montana? <laughs> who's in Montana? Hannah is in Montana. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Lisa Fox is also from. Oh, okay. well, there you go. Her family. <laughs> uh, um, Cool. So you grew up in Chicago. Yeah. Who are your favorite or in in abouts? Who are your favorite Chicago artists? Um, like musicians, artists. Yeah, or, sure. Um, yeah. I have a lot. I have a lot of like um, independent artists that I'm really into. I feel like um, No Name is one of my all time favorites. Mm-hmm. I love like Raven Lene, Saba. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend named Ami. I love her. She's out there. But like really big ones though, um, Kanye, you know, he's from out there. He's one of my favorites. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, I love Common. Uh, 
don't know. My brain is fighting. That's kind of why. It's like, no, no, there's so many artists I know from Chicago, but when people ask me, I just be like, I don't know, because my my focus has been like on the smaller artists in Chicago for so long, just because that's like who I'm always networking with and performing, being around, and yeah, so I like (laughs) I love that. So, for people who don't know, she's a singer, she's a writer, she's an actress, she's she does it all. how, I don't even know. How long have you been singing? How how long have you known that like this was what you were doing? Well, I've been singing since I was four years old. 27 now, so that's like 20-something years. Three, 23 mm-hmm. years. Um, no, yeah, so I've been singing for like that long. Um, I don't know. I wanted to be a nurse <laughs> when I was growing up because I um, my mom had gotten like really sick when um, I was in like middle school. And I helped her kind of like nurse herself back to health and things like that. So I was like, oh, I feel like that's my calling. I'm going to be a nurse. Um, But then when I was in high school, like um, the choir director at my school for like our gospel choir had uh, quit and they were looking for a director. And I had directed like with my dad um, in church and he directed at well, I, I don't know if you guys know, but it's at home with Flossmore. Um, he was the choir director there for a while. So he had kind of mm-hmm. let me practice a little bit. So um, someone knew that. I don't know how they found that out in my school, but they I, they asked me to be the choir director. Wow. And so I was the choir director while I was still at the school. Um, and that was a whole thing. But anyway, yeah, so I was like, okay, I guess music, like I'm, um, gonna be doing this for a living because like they're paying me to do this right now and um yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I um met my now ex but um and we were uh, together and he was producing music and we ended up going to a writing camp called the writing lab in Chicago and um like all of this happened by accident like it's like I kind of fell into it like even though I've been singing my mm-hmm. whole life like you just don't think, I guess, like when you're like a teenager that you could really do this for a living. I mean, like you see artists, but you're like, oh, that's like a one in a million thing. Like, you know, a Kanye yeah. West, like everybody doesn't become a Kanye West, you know, and everybody doesn't. But um, I, I, didn't, I just didn't know that there were so many other avenues that you can travel down in the music industry. You don't have to be like a big, big artist, though that isn't that's an option, too. But yeah. It just kind of happened along the way, I feel like. And then I eventually made songs that turned into albums, that turned into music videos and all of the things. So, yeah. <laughs> How would you describe your personal genre? Um, people really ask me that. I have asked me that for years, and I still don't know how to answer that question. Because, like, it, it's, it's like, okay, there's the influence of R&B, soul of course um but i love like pop that's like my guilty pleasure so there's an (laughs) an influence in there with that of course because i grew up in church like the gospel influence is also gonna be there um i listen to a lot of rap and stuff too so it's like that influence is in there so it's it's like a mixture of i don't know it's just like a mixture you know 
And they call that genre like alternative now. (laughs) 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 They just put that in alternative. So I don't know what else to label it, but I just know that it's spiritual. That's that's all that I, I I know it's spiritual. No matter what kind of sound it has, whether it has an R&B feel or a pop feel, it's going to be spiritual. So nice. Yeah, I was listening today to, I'm listening to an audiobook, and it's about Zen Buddhism and Taoism, but it was talking about meditation and how in like Japanese culture with one of like the monk systems or whatever, they have like specific words for like sitting meditation and like standing meditation and whatever. And so they were talking about how like there have to be words for like, you know, all these different things. And then they branched into how music is actually meditation. And I'm okay. like, absolutely. It's, it's prayer. It's meditation. It's, it, I mean, yeah. it's spiritual when done. Right. And I think <laughs> when you don't realize it, it's still kind of that way, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why we end up with some songs that we're just like, oh, do we actually know what we're saying? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, that's calculated. So people put things and messages in music all the time that um, they, you know, want people to be influenced by. And once you repeat it, get it into your subconscious, which is basically, you know, what that is doing. It's it's in there. It's in there. You will be influenced and be like, oh, didn't realize I wanted to shake my ass, but now I do. And um, (laughs) now I do. Um, (laughs) Yeah, music is powerful. I love it. Who would you want to collab with for a song or an album? Beyonce. Beyonce, please. Oh, if only. All right. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Beyonce, call her. Beyonce, please. Get her now. I, I, I mean, I would. I absolutely would love that. Um, my sister's actually on her new song. She's singing the choir on, on Break My Soul. So she's on there. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a hot, that's some hot goss. <laughs> some hot goss. I'm still in that. <laughs> you should. Absolutely. It's hot gas. <laughs> no, yeah. So I'm like, um, okay. Now we're like only separated by like one person. So. Oh my God. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. See? Ever, was she ever like in the space with Beyonce or was it like? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Um, well, I don't think the studio session was, but I don't know. I can't talk about. Hmm, can I? We're going to have to cut this whole thing out. I'm sorry. I didn't sign an NDA, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, so she, um, they're going to be putting out a video and stuff like that. So oh, she'll, nice. she'll be in the video. So oh, I think awesome. at that point, that's mm-hmm. when, um, she was in like the same space as her. So, right. So but no, but awesome. real, like for real, for real, I really want to collab with Drake. Drake has literally been one of my favorite artists since I was. Like in high school, like a freshman in high school or something. Did you watch him in Degrassi? I did. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Okay, good. It's Jimmy. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. I miss Degrassi. <laughs> right? right? I miss Degrassi. Yes. It was a good show. I think, I think there's another, like, I know there was Next Gen. I know there was the one that came out, like, even after that. 
I yeah. think there's another one coming out. I wonder what that's gonna look like. They have <laughs> yeah, to stop. They Rose have to eyes. <laughs> Did you so Drake's album, I truthfully have only listened to a couple songs on it. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but like I'm really into the dance influence that everyone's just, like doing this year. Yeah, yeah. It's called uh house music, which actually originated in yes. Chicago. So oh, yeah. <laughs> we're we're is loving Drake it. Canadian? Yes, he is. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Um, but yeah, love house music. House oh, yeah. parties or music parties that have that use like a lot of house music be bumping and people just dance for hours yeah. without stopping. So outside of Chicago artists, who were some of your like biggest influences uh, growing up artist wise besides Beyonce and Drake? You are besides just- Beyonce and Drake. Um, uh, a lot of gospel artists. Um, yeah. And now that I'm like 27, now that question is like really, it's super, super. I don't know what the word to call it is, but the, that has it has many answers because mm-hmm. I different phases of my life I was dip, I was listening to like different genres of music and I would like spend time diving into that genre. So like mm-hmm. when I was maybe like middle school or like elementary school to like middle school because I was in church all the time, um, I would definitely be diving into like gospel music. So like Mary Mary, Fred Hammonds, Love of Kirk Franklin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, love Andre Crouch, love all of them. And then when I got into high school, I really was diving into like um, rock and pop and uh, alternative music. Um, and that's where I don't know, it, it was like at, at that time, it was like a lot of random, like you know, how like it would be like random EDM artists coming out and just dropping like yes. one song and then like disappearing and stuff like that. Yeah. I would be into like you know those songs or whatever, um, and then when I got to college, I dove more into like musical theater and like that type of music, and then yeah, I really love eighties music and stuff too. That oh, that's probably one of my biggest influences. I love eighties pop rock. Yes, mm-hmm. I love Cyndi Lauper. Uh, she's like more pop, but. Mm-hmm. I love Cindy yeah. Lauper. I love Foreigner. I love. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so Maddie was saying that you were on TikTok. Yes. Oh, Bless you, Maddie, Maddie. Please, we're doing an interview. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. god. Anyway, so you're on TikTok. Um, how does that, as a platform, help you grow as a performer and artist? Um. TikTok is one of the best things that could have ever happened for creatives in general, um, but especially independent artists, um, because you literally have a direct or a way to directly get to like your fan base and build a fan base um, by literally just posting content and if people gravitate toward it and they like it, then you got a fan base. And like that literally just gives the middleman of having to go through a label and, you know, sign over all of your creative properties just, you know, to get that kind of support or um, or just doing all of the heavy work of, 
you know, just other types of like promotion and marketing. It's like one of the easiest ways to promote yourself and whatever it is that you're creating. So, yeah, TikTok is the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> I mm-hmm. say yeah. not the best thing that ever happened to me. That's <laughs> that's that's a little much sad. It sounds sad. <laughs> no, listen. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. That's for sure. And I have done, and it has benefited me in no way. And it's still the best thing. So, no <laughs> I learned Just, so much on TikTok. Like it's, yeah, it's crazy how much I learned on TikTok. Everything I know, everything I know is from that app. <laughs> it's yeah. yeah, yeah. I learn new stuff every single day from. Yes. TikTok. Who is your favorite? Um. TikToker right now to both of you. (laughs) Well, I'd have to say myself because I am that double Leo. Period. And you're that girl. Period. I am. I am. (laughs) She is. And she's funny. (laughs) She is funny, though. Like, I'll give her that. Thank Thank you. you. I'm going to follow you after after we finish, Hannah. Good. Me too. Me too. Uh, I'm really into clean talk right now, just like learning cleaning things. Um, Sometimes when I'm stressed out, instead of cleaning my own home, I'll watch other people (laughs) clean theirs. Yes. Um, Feeling. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. You get the satisfaction without having to do the work. So. Um, A millennial. (laughs) Right. That was such a millennial thing to say. Probably. Just care about the feeling. I just that's it. It's about the vibe. You know what I mean? That's all it's about this year. Honestly. If the vibe's wrong, get out, you know? Not worth the time. Yeah. Get out. Is that a movie to watch? Because that's one that I have not watched yet. Very it good. Is. It's a very good movie. You should watch okay. it. And actually what's funny is scary? I literally Daniel Kaluuya. Is that how you say his name? Kaluuya? Dan Kalia, I literally just sang at his birth not a birthday party, it was not a birthday party. But he threw a party. Um Are you famous? Thing is there. You're famous. I'm you're not famous. famous. I'm you're not famous? famous. I'm gonna start sweating. I'm gonna start sweating. I can't do this. <laughs> Maddie. When I tell you I am not the famous friend, I am never the famous friend. I'm not the famous friend. (laughs) No, you are. I can't just, I I just said someone's random name and you're like, yeah, I sang at their party. What? Because it just happened, it literally just happened this past weekend. And I met Cynthia Rebo. And that's why I was like, I'm freaking, I'm screaming out. Like, I don't know what to do with myself, my life, my anything. I'm just, I can't breathe. Was it after, like, the BT Awards this past weekend? It was, like, a couple days before. Oh, cool. So I think maybe the party was a part of, like, BT Weekend or something, you know. I was going to say, there were a few events that I know people that were, like, peripherally around things that happened. Um, But I was not there. Um, It's okay. It's okay. It's all good. I... Um, where are we? Oh, 
Sorry. I was debating if I was going to ask the question, were there any like crazy dream jobs you wanted when you were younger? Like obviously to be a singer, but we already talked about her wanting to be a nurse. So I think I'm going to skip it unless you have a good answer. (laughs) Probably a lawyer. Like if all else fails and I never want to do like music again or be in entertainment again, I would probably go to law school. My mom literally used to tell me all my life, you would be a great lawyer. You should be a lawyer. You'd be a great lawyer. And I'm like, I do like to argue. I do. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. you know, pick apart people's <laughs> um, speech. No, but for real, I, I would definitely go into being a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I would like to be a lawyer. Would you want to do like entertainment law maybe or like civil, like other stuff? I guess maybe entertain. I feel like entertainment and criminal law are like the most interesting ones. Everything else, I'm gonna be like dreading going to work. <laughs> yeah, I have an uncle who's a retired lawyer now, but he sort of was towards the end of his career was like, if you want to be depressed, to be a lawyer. <laughs> like, oh, you're like, Ugh. yikes. I don't have to be a lawyer to do that, okay? Yeah. yeah, right? Well, America needs to watch it because this past week, they almost forced me to sign up to take LSAT again <laughs> with this bullshit Roe v. Wade stuff because I'm... I can't. I don't... At this point, it's just like... I don't even really know what is happening. And going on like why can't y'all just leave shit alone like don't touch that don't touch that stop right. touching what stuff. Are we that's doing? what i want to tell them stop touching right. stuff there are plenty of things that we don't have <laughs> policies for right now that need policies why are you guys going back and touching thank you i mean now there are some other things that need to be touched too but it's just it's it's too much i don't even want to <laughs> The fact, the fact that three women can't sit here and put together formulated sentences about this is because it's so insane and overwhelming that this is even happening to people in 2022. It's mind boggling. You can't process it. Exactly. My thing is, why do you, why do you guys need so much control over anybody's bodies? You know, let alone women's. Like, right. why, why, why can't people just do? Just let them do what they want. Fucking business. Like, right. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Ideally. <laughs> Ideally, um, uh, just somewhere. <laughs> oh, in a very nice house <laughs> with very nice weather outside, making some residual income. Um, wait, wait, I'm 27 now, 37. Uh, I probably would still be performing, maybe. It depends, you know. If my life turns out like Beyonce's, then I'll definitely still be performing because. <laughs> um, but I really um, want to get into. Just what I can do to like be more, I don't know what the word, 
is for. I mean, I do, but like my brain is blanking. But I just I want to do more um, like community service type things. Just see how I can actually solve an issue and not just you know just out here singing and stuff like that. I want to be able to change, even if it's like the nature of the business, which it probably will be. It'll probably be something like in the music business. Maybe I've been thinking about like you know seeing how we can go about like getting artists paid more from like their streaming and stuff like that because right now if an artist put a, uh, puts out a song only make 0.01% of I don't know what the percentage is I have to actually go back and look because I haven't done the research yeah, in a couple years but it's like very small like you know we don't see a lot of that money um, return back to us from like our streaming which sucks because we put so much like time and money into it mm-hmm. with like making albums and stuff like that and now that I've gone through that process like a few times um, I just see how much it takes with you know paying for like recording studios especially independent artists like you're assigned to a label they help you with all of these things um, but it's still like you still have to kind of not kind of you still have to pay that money back so mm-hmm. either way like whether you're independent or signed to a label, um, it's so many things that go into you being a successful artist and like building a fan base that you can that like is actually um, lucrative, and you're actually like seeing a return on everything that you do. So, yeah, streaming um, is one of those things that I feel like artists should be making more money from because that's their music, like. If people is listening to my song because they like my song and that is my creative genius that they are appreciating, why shouldn't I be getting the money for that? Absolutely. Even if I'm like, especially since I'm not signed to a label, like, you know, I don't see why, you know. Yeah. yeah. And you shouldn't. Yeah. I, going back to Chicago artists, one of the artists that like really opened my eyes to this actually being a thing in the industry is Chance. And mm-hmm. him, like his first album that, I mean, when he dropped Acid Rap online or whatever, I had to like download it to be able to listen to it or whatever. I was like, why isn't it on Spotify or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I remember them like learning more about him and like him being an independent artist and all of that. And I was yeah. like, oh, I like get why that would be a thing. Exactly. Because I've never really, I mean, as a singer, I've, I don't really write my own stuff. I'm not much of a independent artist or vocalist in that way. I sing other people's music. Well, yeah. So I never had really thought about it like that. And yeah, he's my favorite Chicago artist. Yeah, I should have mentioned him because I love Chance. I love Chance so much. I think he's gearing up to drop a project too, so. I was going to say, he had a music video or something drop like a week ago. I think he just, I don't know if he performed in like the BET world or something, but he might have been there or something. I don't know. It's all mush in my brain. So, yeah. Sure, I came across something saying he was there. But yeah, Yeah. I'm really passionate about that. Really passionate about. um, And shout out to Chance because he is one of those artists that like really shown or help shine a light on the fact that artists 
aren't really or he he was trying to do things a different way you know to actually make the money from his music it's hard to do that on streaming platforms and now that people don't really buy cds and stuff like that anymore so totally yeah man i love that so in the last year you moved to la Um, yeah you've dropped some new music what else have you been doing in the last year anything fun um i actually moved to atlanta and then to la um so like that's been actually taking up a lot of my life (laughs) um because i never moved outside of chicago before like last year and takes it out of you yes for real um and that la is a whole different ball game (laughs) so still trying to get acclimated out here but um well it's been a really really cool experience and i've been able to do stuff like like the daniel kalia thing or i moved out here to sing with kanye the sunday service choir with kanye west so i was doing that like um for some months um and that was like a really good experience because i came in the door networking with like other artists um singers songwriters and i mean they do a whole bunch of other stuff but it just opened me up to a really large network of creatives um and so i've just been networking trying to just settle here a little bit more um i took a small like step back from creating music um just for like personal reasons or whatever but um yeah so i mean this this last year has been me i guess learning relearning myself because i thought i knew but um mm-hmm. i was wrong and so <laughs> um i just been i really have been doing that like learn, moving on your own and being like by yourself by yourself will teach you a lot about yourself obviously and life and um yeah so I've really been spending time doing that and just yeah kind of moving along here and there you know yeah did you like like Atlanta I did I did like Atlanta because it was like one of my first experiences with like going to events and stuff like that that I wouldn't be able to get in Chicago like a lot of things like right down the street I went to a SoundCloud event um, a Revolt <clears throat> excuse me um, like a Revolt Summit which is like Diddy's um, network or whatever and they um, showcase like a lot of black talent black podcasts just like black culture and news that's basically what it is um, and like I just don't I wouldn't have as much access to that staying in Chicago. Um, And so when I moved to Atlanta, all of that was like right down the street. And I saw a lot of like, you know, just like black millionaires, billionaires and stuff like that. And seeing that is just really inspiring. Um, Yeah. So I really liked it for that. Um, But then once I got the call to come out here, I was like, well, this has been fun. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make my way to the west coast and yeah You're like this has been super inspiring but i am i've got to go okay yeah. exactly no you're funny yeah yeah so but i mean it was cool though it was cool it's just it's a lot a lot a lot more opportunity out here there's opportunity there but yeah 
so like out here is like saturated with appetelli. There's so. something new to do every single day. Like there's a different festival every exactly. day. Exactly. It's insane. Always something. And I like that. I like being in a warm weather. I like seeing the mountains just on my way on a drive home. Like I all of that is is worth it to me. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like I'm an environment person and I'm a sunshine person. That's and <laughs> Being here, like within a week, I was like, I just noticed myself feeling just a little bit lighter Ooh, at all times. Yes. Because you always know it's going to be pretty nice outside. Exactly. Um, so what do you have coming down the pipeline that you can share with us? Hi. Oh, okay. So I'm like, what do I have <laughs> right now? Because I'm... I'm like working on stuff, but I'm just taking my time with it. So, um, but my sisters and I um, auditioned for America's Got Talent this season. Mm -hmm. So, um, fingers crossed, we're going to get aired. I think we're going to get aired, but just fingers crossed because technically I can't say, you know. Yeah. Um, Do they tell you if you're not going to get aired? No. Yeah, <laughs> they do not. But, um, you know, oh. you have a pretty good chance of it. Just by kind of how they ask you to audition and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. And that was a really cool experience, too. Because Simon didn't hate us. Nice. So that's great. How did he <laughs> look in person? He looks... Just like how he looks on TV. Yeah. He's it's like a regular guy. Like, I don't know. <laughs> He's just like so terrifying. <laughs> exactly. That's what we were saying the whole time we were back there. Like getting ready to go on stage. And we were just like, I hope Simon likes this. Because I, I feel like he's going to be like. Just the <laughs> thing of my childhood. That's yeah. not what he did at all. Like. He asked us a couple questions, asked us to sing a cappella, and um, we did it, and he loved it. His wife loved it. Um, his wife said that we reminded her of, like, 90s girl group, SWV-type vibe. Ooh. So we thought that was a good sign, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were there, did you get to, like, watch other people perform, or did were you just, like, in holding rooms and stuff all day? Yeah, we were in interviews literally all day from the time we got there to even after we performed, we had interviews and had to shoot like B-roll and all types of stuff. So I didn't I didn't get a chance to like really see what the other acts were doing. The only reason I know like, oh shit, <laughs> the only reason I know like there's this other group, I don't even know where they said they were from, somewhere in Africa. Um, <laughs> and they were... They're like a um, a gymnastics team, um, and I only knew what they were doing because in the hotel lobby they were <laughs> doing all kinds of flips and just holding each other in the air. And I'm like, we guys, we're supposed to be getting tested for COVID right now, okay? But it was <laughs> it was very it was fun though. Like, and I saw their act, and I'm like, oh, I know that they probably are gonna go crazy, and they did. They were yeah. Good. 
Sometimes some of those like gymnastics, like people climbing on other people. <laughs> right. I don't know. What's the or thing? Like they stress me. I get very nervous. Oh, yeah. My anxiety is dramatic. Like whatever. Yeah. We went on our honeymoon to Jamaica and we were in a, a, like a sandals all inclusive resort. So naturally there was entertainment every night. And <laughs> one of the first nights is like carnival and they have this band and group of people that come in and there's a bunch of like acrobatics and gymnasts and they do fire things and it was a lot. I was just like very <laughs> nervous for their safety the entire time. I was like, what if you catch on fire? You are putting that in your mouth. You are putting like, that Whatever. At least I don't have to do it, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? That's at least. I want to go there so bad. I want to go to a sandals so bad. I cannot recommend them enough. Oh, Thank yeah. You. They're the best. I loved it. <laughs> Oh, I have to go. I have to go to one. I must. I must. I must. <laughs> if you're hearing this person who ends up marrying Hannah, take her to a sandals resort. <laughs> at any point. It would not even when it's a honeymoon. At any point, if you want to take me. That could be your answer to this next question. Uh, we like to ask our, ask our guests if they were like a brand... A spokesperson or like an influencer for any brand or product or company what would it be and why you can like something you just are into right now it doesn't matter yours can be sandals if you want Hannah yours can might be, be. <laughs> hmm, um, I have yet to try this product so I guess I don't oh maybe okay probably um a Savage Fenty ambassador. I really love there that you go. lingerie. Like, it slays. Even though I don't have any of the products yet. <laughs> and then my <laughs> second choice would be Yiddy. Like, Yiddy is... Yes. I, yes. Love, I love the shapewear idea. Just... Yeah. It, it looks great. I've watched so many, like, try-on hauls of just different people trying on things. Yeah, like, and I'm like, those look really... It looked really terrible. nice. <laughs> there's a yeah i want to say it's like in glendale but i think there's a store in a mall right now for yiddy yeah it's like w the one like showroom or whatever of it because yeah i don't know where it video was. i think it's in glendale okay i'm gonna go check <laughs> i'm gonna go check that out yeah. if you i was gonna say it's the mall that it's in or whatever is tagged in the post that Lizzo did from the release that she did at that location. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely on her Instagram. I'm going to go have to check that out. Cause I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even realize that they would a store. I didn't know fashion Nova was <laughs> at a real store until I got out here. I was like, Oh yeah. I didn't realize that. Or um, what's the other, there's like a doll skills dolls yes kill. there is absolutely a dolls kill and i have been oh there twice no i went there once because they had a sample sale my life my entire life was made my entire like life. My yeah 
there's always like fun statement pieces on yes. their website. Yes. That I, on yes, they have some of the but they have a Wizard of Oz collab. And it's amazing. They have like a bunch of collabs, like a Powerpuff Girls collab. They have like just a bunch of stuff. But yes, the statement pieces are they're they're king on there for real. And I and love they them. always have great boots and like jackets and jumpers and all sorts of cute stuff. I unmatched. They are unmatched in my book. They're my favorite right now. So no, okay, Dolls Kill is gonna be my number one. Sorry. I'm gonna have to move Savage Fancy down to two Ooh, and Yudi to three. And Dolls Kill is gonna be number one because right. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Rihanna. Rihanna, Lizzo, you heard it here. You chose Dolls Kill. So that means you have to prove your work. You know what I mean? They were like, girl. Rihanna. Um, thank you for listening to our podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. We had a great time with our wonderful guest, whose name I finally learned how to say. Um, Maddie, would you like to say it, though? Yeah. Uh, we want to thank Shantina for joining us. It's been such a pleasure. We'll see you next time. I hope you got all caught up. Adios. I hate these.